Welcome. Today, we talk and try to find meaning in numbers. Today, we talk digital trends. You're welcome to City Trends. My name is Philip Ashon and City Trends is sponsored by First National Bank. Now, the First National Bank mobile app is all you need in order to bank conveniently and on the go. When you download and install the app from the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store, you simply launch the app and hit the Set Up My Banking app button and make sure your internet is stable. You go to I Have Online Banking, enter your username, ATM card at the front of the card and in your PIN, which is the four digits number you use to for your withdrawals now enter the one-time pin also known as the otp number that is sent to your phone and you are good to go in case you do not receive the otp simply hit resend and try again next log on to the online banking to complete the linking process you can obviously complete the linking process at any time of your convenience and that is part of the reason why it's app amazing so download the mobile app today on the google play store or the apple store which is the first national bank mobile app or you can call 024243 Three five zero five zero or zero eight hundred seven seven zero five two two, or you can visit firstnationalbank.com.gh for more information. Remember, First National Bank. How can we help you on the show today? However, listening because there's something with you. I mean, you you do this social listening tools are there for you, so you can be able to one pick up issues that you may have customer service issues, plus also understand the trends and be able to stay ahead of the cost the i mean competition mm. but people push things and they switch off it's very irritating in our part of the world when even a small shop you see something you want to buy it you dm them and it takes days for them to respond to it we can see that co-creation of content has become things people have been drumming if you want a digital marketing company people are like oh use influencers but from the trends co-creation and using influencers are like just 20 percent of content people are consuming online mm. people are now spending more time streaming movies streaming video content the global digital report took put together by we are social and hootsuite yearly presented some rather interesting details about the state of the digital world we live in today steven nasebwiri and nadia owusu share some insights into all of this plus more on the show today we have the app segment the trending segment and of course your tech as well coming up join the conversation with your thoughts on our whatsapp number 0549-986-996 alternatively you can share your thoughts via twitter using the hashtag C-I-T-I-T-R-E-N-D-S. Stay in touch and let's have a great conversation. Well, with about close to half a billion new social media users and trillions of dollars spent on e-commerce, it appears that we have 1.3 billion years being spent using the internet. I don't know how old you feel already, but then that kind of scares me. But we will be discussing not just the numbers, but what the numbers mean to you as an internet user, a digital person, someone who is playing around in the digital space. 
We're discussing all of that, what it means for you as a person, what it means for your business as well. And, and of course, if there are any lessons to be learned because of the trends in the digital space. This is City Trends on City TV and 97.3 City FM. You're welcome to the show. I have in the studio with me um, a gentleman and a lady. The gentleman you would know, the, the lady we are very pleased to get to know. Um, you'll be meeting them in just a bit. They'll be introducing themselves, and then we can get into the conversation about what the digital trends, the global digital trends mean for you as a person, and of course, for businesses as well. Stephen, let's, let's find out officially who you are and what you do. <laughs> Hi, Philip. Uh, my name is Stephen Nasebwedi. Uh, I'm a digital marketing and communications consultant. So, Stephen, I'm sure you already know because he's been on the show quite a number of times. He's our go-to person when it comes to um, digital trends and conversations regarding digital marketing. Now, he has dragged along with him um, his friend. Let's leave it at that one. Nadia, it's a pleasure to have you. This is the first time we're having you on the show. Yeah. So, um, we don't have any um, <laughs> celebrations that we typically do, but you're welcome to Thank the show. Thank you so much, for A quick introduction. Hi, everyone. Happy to be here. Well... He's dragged me here. It's like, <laughs> Nadia, come. I'm like, okay. My name is Nadia Usu. I'm a digital marketing consultant and a youth advocate. Nice one. Well, as they say, let's start off with ladies first. <laughs> um, Nadia, the, the global trends report, basically, um, the data um, surrounding what has been happening over the last 12 months regarding the digital space was released sometime last week and it's gotten a lot of people talking. I don't know if you have had or had the chance to have a quick overview of the data and generally what did you make of, of the data that you saw? Were there any surprises? Were there any things that caught your attention? What are some of the things that stood out for you? It's quite amazing the numbers. It's so much. As you said, almost half a billion people are now online just in the span of 12 months. That's like outrageous because we're feeling people are actually down. People are spending time with their family, but all of these people are now online. For me, that's a big one in terms of digital marketing, how companies can capitalize on that, how individuals, especially influencers, can capitalize on that, and what it means for their pockets. For, for me, that's ultimate. We can see that co-creation of content has become things people have been drumming. If you want a digital marketing campaign, people are like, oh, use influencers. But from the trends, co-creation and using influencers are like just 20% of mm. content people are consuming online. Mm. People are now spending more time streaming movies, streaming video content. Not much people are actually listen, listening to what um, people or brand influencers are saying. So now if I'm going to do a marketing campaign, mm. I'm not going to be so much focused on what the um, co-creators are doing what influencers are doing or macro or micro influencers are doing i'm going to be telling people that oh more people actually went to the search engines to look for how-to videos so mm. how can companies capitalize on how-to videos etc and stop talking about let's do skits let's contact this big person to do this video for me it's it's more um, money consuming than the influence or the impact you want to have on the digital space. So now mm. my, my mindset has changed yeah. totally. I mean, because we spend so much time digging into the data. We spend so much time following what the latest trends are. Because uh, two years ago, it was brand influencers making loads of money. Then all of a sudden, everything is turned up on its head because maybe because of social, because of um, coronavirus, 
consuming habits have changed. I'm just wondering from a digital marketer's standpoint, like what what would it mean in 2021, for example, when you are called by a client and the client says, I need to put a plan together. What are some of the things that you'd be looking out for to tell them based on the evidence in terms of you know the, the report? It changes totally because first thing that comes to people is like, oh, who can we bring on board to market our products for us? What's this person's followers like? It's changed. It's mm. not longer the same. Let's say so many followers mean so many views, and those um, views will turn into conversions or lead into sales, lead into walking calls. It's going to change totally. I'm not going to say let's use influencers, but I'm going to be focused more on the content creation. How much um, consumable content people are going to get online? Which kind of people are we reaching out to? Especially if it comes to Ghanaians, if we are talking about Gen Z, how can these Gen Z influence their parents to actually make purchases, actually mm. make up installs, etc. It's it's really different. Mm. So this 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 whole document here is like my new Bible. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're getting into the details of of it. So the parts that you know, strike out at you that you'd probably want to highlight. We'll be coming to that in, in just a bit. Steven, from from your from your point of view, you have been following as well, mm -hmm. you know, the report over the course of the years. What are some of the things that, you know, stood out for you? I mean, if you compare, for example, with um, 2020 trends, you know, and moving back even to 2019 trends, mm -hmm. what were some of the things that really jumped out at, at you when you had a look at the report? Uh, I think two things really jumped out at me. Um, of course, influenced by COVID, I mean, and lockdowns that came with COVID. I feel like what uh, Nadia has just said, because of the lockdowns, people spend a lot of time at home looking for content to entertain them, to educate themselves and all of that at home. But we're doing more from home. We'll talk about how Zoom and Google, I mean, Meet, for example, have become significant. But mm -hmm. talking about just marketing, these would be. The a bit that Nadia said, which is also, I mean, significant to note, that uh, in 2019, for example, I remember when you had this conversation, yes. we talked about how influencers were going to be critical mm -hmm. and finding the right influencers was critical. Now it's not just about finding the right influencers, it's about influencers that can create the right content. Right. Right. So that's, that, that's the bit that's in there. So it's not just about an influencer who can put content out there, but what's, how valuable, how meaningful is the content, how much value is the content giving people. Mm. Nadia mentioned how-tos, for example. Mm. Because people are at home, they are doing things. Well, if it's if I'm on my own, for example, I want to cook new things because I'm at home. I can't go out to eat anymore. If I'm looking for ways to cook, let's say, different jollof dishes, things like that. It's not just finding an influencer who's holding a tomato. Mm -hmm. Say there's a new tomato in town. Mm. But somebody mm -hmm. who who is a dietitian who can then work, or a chef, who can then walk me through it. So these are some of the things that you see in there. As we go on, right. we'll see how, I mean, these things have changed the trends and looking ahead to 2021 mm. because COVID is still here with us mm. and some of the habits that we'll have adopted over this period are going to stay with us. The demographics have also evolved. Yeah. yeah. And I'm guessing it's because people have had more time to actually sit with their devices, be browsing and be mm. interacting with their devices. I mean, did any of that surprise you? Uh, not a lot. I mean, the only surprises that I mean I, I, I see in there are the fact that the older generation are now spending a lot more time mm. on and they're shopping a lot more mm. online. Mm. Okay, so I mean the 50 plus, yeah. what you call or what you call the uh, uh, baby boomers or whatever, th they are a lot more active there. You would have thought that 
uh, younger people will be online. Right. And when you look at the different platforms, you find that this older generation is more active on Facebook. Mm -hmm. It seems to be a one-stop shop and all that. And mm -hmm. the younger generation are leaving Facebook to go on to your Snapchat and your TikTok and all the rest, which we can talk about later on. I see. Well, we'll be talking <laughs> about the TikToks of this world and the Snapchats and how they are going to influence you. But remember that today's conversation is about global digital trends and what it means for you as a consumer, as you as someone who typically visits these platforms, and then also for your business as well. So we'll be finding out from Nadia and of course from Steven to let us know their thoughts about what businesses should be thinking about and considering even as we move into 2021. E-commerce seems to be such a huge thing as well. And from from the from the report, your your thoughts on e-commerce and how I mean, we wouldn't say it's grown quickly, but it's been pretty rapid you know, yeah, over yeah, the course yeah. of, of last year. What, what did you make of that? Um, I, th I think I'm not surprised at that, again, because of COVID. Mm -hmm. And uh, the shops and the restaurants and which had to operate, had to operate for months. So a lot of people switched on to um, e-commerce. Our kind of e-commerce we do in Ghana is a little different. We don't pay a lot online. Mm. So we're a lot, I mean, pay a lot with Momo or you cash at the door or whatever now that's where we need to as i mean if you're a business in ghana you're looking at tapping into this i mean you can't have, you can't afford not to be doing a bit of online sales mm -hmm. i mean because of what we have but i remember when we had during the business festival we discussed this downstairs mm -hmm. one thing i said was that one of the challenges we which is we have here is that we don't have well-established courier companies mm -hmm. to do the deliveries mm -hmm. so you tend to depend on all these bikers and people like that as a business person, if there's a tip from this, it's the fact that, yes, e-commerce is booming, but you have to own the whole process end-to-end. -end. Mm -hmm. So you don't just have the product. Own and have an influence over the people who are delivering for you. For example, I'm a bit petty. <laughs> I wouldn't want to order the nice jollof and a guy that comes to deliver is a bit sweaty, mm -hmm. the jollof is coming from a dirty box on a motorbike. Yeah. So you need to own that. That's one thing, I mean, when we're coming to Ghana, we need to note. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting. Nadia, anything that, you know, stuck out for you in terms of the e-commerce space as well um for me i feel what he said is actually the right thing right. everything from the right uh, from the start to the end has to be on point for businesses people are now taking momo wherever you are and if i'm in an uber i'm like i'm paying with momo mm. if i'm at a shop i'm like i'm paying with momo if i order for something i I, I, I need to be able to pay with momo yeah. the, some of the turn-offs for me are when payment um points have so much pain points when right. I'm just a buyer. Mm -hmm. If you're having a business, your biker should be able to use um, Google Maps. It's right. that simple. It's, it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 I, and, and do you sometimes get this frustration that it's almost taken for granted? Mm. It's almost taken for granted that because you as a consumer, you're using these platforms, you almost take it for granted that you know, the, the people who are selling you a service should automatically be thinking about using these as well. And like you said, these are like very little things that sometimes move you from one brand yes. to, to, to the other. And so I guess moving into 2021, especially with companies doing more e-commerce, what, what, what then would be one of the key learnings probably, if you, if you don't mind sharing, from your personal experience, oh, no, for no, example? No, no, for me, I feel they should um, um, be more focused on how to make all the channels for comms to mm. payments and everything very simple for consumers because the moment someone is frustrated 
they're just going to look up to your competitor. Okay, what's that person doing? Oh, mm. I think this is easier for me. So I feel if they want to win more hearts, if they want to boom in their businesses, mm. they should look out for places people have actually complained, not just for their brands, right. but for their competitors. Mm. Learn better and do better. Because if ever, most Ghanaians, especially the working class, have ATM cards. So if I'm paying something online and comparing it to Momo, it should be the same. Right. I don't have to go through so many processes. If it's a banking app, if it's an app for your career service, it should be very feasible and very simple. It mm. shouldn't be that difficult. So mm. if you're telling us to download your app and now later someone comes and we have to pay with cash, then mm. you're, not doing, your, you're <laughs> not doing your work <laughs> right. So mm. if everything has to be digitized, then it should, it should be from for, um, from the, um, the start point to the end point. It should be very simplified. Mm. Stephen, do you get sometimes a sense that a lot of companies big companies in this case, corporates, don't sometimes necessarily walk themselves through the consumer's sort of step-by-step -step journey. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I have a product, I'm taking a box, mm -hmm. and so, you know, um, I mean, I have an app, use mm -hmm. the app, mm -hmm. you know. Do you sometimes get that I sense? And moving into 2021, and because, the, for example, um, it, it says here that um, 4.6 billion people around the world use the internet, or use the internet in January 2021 alone, mm -hmm. in January, 4.6 <laughs> billion people. Yeah. And yeah. these are people who are either using a mobile app that a company mm -hmm. has developed mm -hmm. or a service mm -hmm. through a mobile. Or they are researching. Or they are researching. And you just get the sense that a lot of companies don't pay enough attention through the journey, the, the journey of the consumer. And Even that, in 2021. Exactly. There's something I tweeted this week that the businesses that will win in 2021 and going forward are the businesses that be put their people at the center. Mm. And their people here means their consumers and even their, their employees, mm. their staff and all of that. And you are very right. You need to kind of walk through my shoes to understand what I go through. There's something I often say, every bank has a banking app, for example. Yes. And today, if your banking app doesn't allow me to be able to move money between my phone and my wallet and all of that, then, I mean, so it's, it's a no-brainer. Mm. You go to places and even big banks, this becomes a tedious process. In the same way, you walk into a big, I mean, outlet, whatever department store, whatever, you want to buy something. When it comes to payment, there's only one option they're giving you, just cash. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's even as basic as even the terminals that they have there, the POSs, yeah. have not been put, charged or whatever. Yeah. They are exactly. exactly. And I'm like, come on, <laughs> prepare before the day starts. <laughs> I, so I, don't, I, I really don't understand so, how so, a POS I, system... <laughs> It's supposed to be out of power. Like, yeah. how are you even making your yeah. money? Yeah. So, 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 I th and that's where I think shows like this. It's also a way that we can educate corporate Ghana mm. to mm. understand the needs of consumers. We're actually helping them to be mm. because if you are not positioned to be able to take my business, like Nadia said, it's a bit like this: is when you go to during the COVID, you go online on Facebook, on Facebook Sunday morning. It's back to back to back. Every church is doing live mm -hmm. church service. Mm -hmm. So if your sermon is boring, I'll switch to the next service. Easy. Easy. It's the same way. Mm. Businesses that want to be able to operate and sell, if you are not there when I need you, and you're not providing the service the way I want, but you don't understand me, I'll move on to the next one. Mm. It's as simple as that. And these numbers really reflect mm. that. I mean, one of the numbers that really hit me was, for example, social media um, adoption. Mm. It is estimated, <laughs> and and for me, this this was this was really incredible. On average, more than 1.3 million mm. new users join social media every day 
during 2020, yeah. equating to roughly 15 and a half new users every single second. Yeah. Yeah. 15 and a half new users every single second. Let's let, let even add to that. <laughs> On the average, globally, every individual has 8.4 social media accounts. In Ghana, 6.3. We are even below, but 6.3 social media accounts. So we are on on the spend a lot of time there. Yeah. That comes to the other thing which you hinted mm -hmm. earlier. What kind of content are you pushing out? Right. It's become a crowded space now. If your mm -hmm. content is not disruptive, it's not rewarding, it's not engaging, I'll switch off. I'll probably even unlike your page right. and I'll come back. Mm -hmm. So to businesses that want to leverage social media to grow, invest in your content. Mm -hmm. Some businesses don't even invest in an image library. Right. Right. So you're trying to sell me something, the pictures that you've got to sell me the product are not sharp enough. Right. They don't give me enough shots, enough angles. Nadia works in the property market, for example. Because of COVID, people couldn't go to do a lot of viewing. So they want to sit at home and do virtual viewing. Mm -hmm. How are you giving me that experience? Mm. Have you invested even a drone to do some shots of the new site? And so when people are sitting at home together with their, I mean, families, searching for a place to move to. What are they seeing? Yeah. And this is what businesses should get because we're spending a lot more time online. We are not kind of like attention span is not low. Attention span is low only for garbage, mm. but for content that's relevant, mm. we have low attention for it. Mm. And that's what businesses mm. should get. <laughs> Facts. Fact, I mean, those, fact, those are those. facts. You can't yeah. run away from the facts. Yeah. And just the whole issue and the thought about so many different people every second signing up, so many different people having so many different platforms and accounts. And as a business, trying to meet each and every one of them at the point, quote-unquote, of their need. I mean, what what does that say for or to businesses in 2021? Because obviously a lot of people just feel that, oh, let me just put out a video. I see a lot of people not necessarily pay attention, for example, to square videos, square video formats and things like that because it might be a little more stressful than mm. the average. But it just, it just tells you that there's a lot more work that needs to go into reaching out to potential customers. And even for influencers as well, in 2021, I don't know, I don't know what your thoughts are about that looking you know, ahead because obviously there are going to be a lot more accounts being set up. A lot more people are going to sign up onto social media. And so for businesses and individuals, what are some of the things that they should be looking out for, even with regards to the population of people who are getting online alone? The thing is, having accounts online, it differs. We have human beings online. We have animal accounts online. Mm. We have businesses online. Mm. So sometimes when we have the numbers, we, we keep forgetting that there are other constituents to the numbers. Right. Businesses forget that there are actual businesses online that they can actually use their, their reach, their engagement to better their own marketing plans. Mm. Individuals come online and they're like, oh, what am I online for? What are people serving me to do online? Averagely, it's almost the same that we spend, the number of hours we spend is equal to the number of hours we are spending online now. Mm. It's like mm. 4.5 hours people are spending online day to day. Mm. And if I wake up, after saying my prayer, the first thing I take is my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I take my phone before I say the prayer because, exactly. because you I know need you're to, expecting some I, email, I need some to, message. I need to be updated. And yeah. for so many people spending their time online, then it means companies have to catch eyes. Right. Imagine putting a video content out there and because I'm in a meeting, I just want to watch the video without sound. Right. 
there are no subtitles. Right. So at that point, you miss me. I forget. I don't even get the message you're putting across. Mm. 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 What if your, vid your, your video is there, but you are showing more things than the words can explain the video? So mm. if I'm actually listening to it and it's more of bots doing something or more of icons doing something, then I miss your messaging. Mm. People, mm. people have mm. to know how to yeah. capture the user habits. Capture um, um, videos in a way that is consumable for all, putting in place that different kinds of my audience should be able to get it at the first three minutes, at mm. the first minutes, or maybe latter part of the minutes. If you mm. are doing a longer video, then it should be more rewarding. It mm. should it should serve me better that I'm spending my data to watch a 15 minutes video. Then at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, so what was the message here? Because I mm. missed it. Companies should. I keep saying the first thing I tell people is that for me, quality sells. Quality, no matter how much you are doing online, you can post every day. But if it's not quality, then you are missing so many people on the, the agenda. But like you said, four hours every day spent on a mobile yeah. device. Four hours on average, every mm -hmm. single day spent mm -hmm. staring at your phone. Mm -hmm. In 2021, what does that mean for for businesses, Stephen? Um, the, you know, a lot is going to change because the problem is the businesses haven't quite listened to what customers <laughs> want. Well, it's not the surprising. first is try to understand the customers and what they want, the consumers mm -hmm. and what they want. If you understand the user habit, Nadia said something which is great. Because of our market and the cost of data, a lot of us browse on mobile with sound off. Mm -hmm. And so the subtitles or the initial visuals to catch my attention, so I pause and then turn on the sound. So that's the experience you need to. So once you understand them, also then you'll be able to tell, right, which platforms should I connect with them on? We, we talked earlier about number of platforms everybody has. It doesn't mean that they are spending equal time on each of the platforms, and mm. they're doing the same things on each of the platforms. I use myself as an example. I go onto Instagram, if I'm not doing things for clients, go there for inspiration about get items and things like that, equation. On Facebook, I do different things. So on Valentine's Day is coming, for example, if you are somebody who is in that, I mean, it's like the, you have a shop, you sell gift items, and this, and you should be very active on Instagram, not on Twitter, for example. But people don't go to Twitter to make those decisions. Right, right. How do you, different can you do different things? So same way if you're corporate, you're launching a new product, for example, live tweets are very good. Mm. So that's how you leverage Twitter to do some other things. You don't go and pack your bars on Twitter, doing everything on Twitter, because the user habit there is different. Right. So businesses need to understand these. Now, once you've understood the consumer needs and their journey, mm. then also knowing you know, that the crowded space at every point in time, then that's a crowded space. That the content you are pushing out should be relevant for the platform. For the platforms, mm. then listening, mm. because there's something with it. I mean, you you, you the social listening tools are there for so you can be able to. One, pick up issues that you may have, customer service issues, plus also understand the trends and be able to stay ahead of the, the I mean, competition. Mm. But people push things and they switch off. It's very irritating in our part of the world when even a small shop, you see something, you want to buy it, you DM them and it takes days for them to respond to it. I mean, if you're out there wanting to do business, be active online. So these are little things that you're, mm. even from big corporate to small businesses, they need to understand how to really use, I mean, social media effectively. Nadia, one of the things also is people sometimes think it's just a mobile device, but people are interacting with businesses, with brands 
across multiple devices literally at the same time. Sometimes mm -hmm. it can be on the phone, on a tablet, on a computer. And giving services on all these platforms really is not the same. What would you say to businesses in 2021, based on the trends that we've seen so far, about delivering services to different consumers across different devices? What, what, would, you, what would you say should be some of the things that they should be considering and thinking about? So um, in Ghana, I feel um, businesses have concentrated on a lot on mobile, which mm. is great because according to the stats, like 98% of the internet penetration is from mobile devices. Right. But there's tablets, there's also computers. When I'm at work, I won't be on my phone because my workers expect me to be using my laptop. Absolutely. So at that point when I'm on break and I'm on my laptop, which ads am I seeing? Mm. Which video content am I consuming? Mm. Am I going to listen to a podcast with just my earphones? How am I going to be able to understand all that information in that short span of time? So I feel businesses should make sure for all the multiple platforms, they are able to optimize what, whatever content they are putting out there. If not, not just the content, but the audiences. If you, you, you particularly know your audiences, then it makes it easier when you're in the content development process. You know that, let's say, this kind of people like this kind of content at this particular place. Mm. It informs your decisions, especially when it comes to your marketing mix. If I'm going on LinkedIn, most people use their laptops when they're on LinkedIn right. because they, right. they, they feel like they need the to grasp is better. everything. Mm. Mm. Yeah. They yeah. won't, the, I, I would hardly tap on LinkedIn on my phone because I want to be on my laptop, laptop to consume yeah. everything, see everything, move to different places mm -hmm. and see what I need to get. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to use LinkedIn advertisement, should I focus on more of the mobile content or the video content right. or whatever it is? But it should cut across. Mm. You can't perform more here and not perform better. What if at that moment I'm like, let me use my phone. Right. Mm. You should be able to capture my attention no matter where I'm at, whichever device I'm using. And I feel when people are, especially Ghanaians, when you have a company, let's create a website. Right. First, <laughs> default. Mm. Let's create a website. Mm. But as, as we can see from the stats, so many companies or so many individuals are now doing brand research mm. on social media and Ghana is even number three on that ladder mm -hmm. apart from Kenya and Nigeria mm -hmm. it's Ghana 75 percent it's 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 like <laughs> brand research yeah if I want to find somebody I'm not I'm no more going to use a search engine let's say Google I'm going to social media to mm. look for who you are to search for um, Nana say to look at what city is doing to see which video they are putting out there mm. people are doing that search on social media mm. so you can imagine mm. are we moving away from google are we going to use more ppc ads nowadays mm -hmm. are we going to now use targeted ads on facebook it's a lot of things and i, I feel this is my time to bloom <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think mm. the little caveat in there is that websites are still relevant right. it's your own piece of real estate right. and the journey is such that yes we go first to social media but when we want to deep dive we go to your website, your website. well that's how it, where it's laid out effectively for you just talking about websites, one of the things to see, we're going to see this year, and it's in the trends, is that cookies are now going to be, uh, so it's going to be difficult for programmatic, uh, I mean, ad companies to really run. Mm. That means for businesses that think that, oh, we can just spend and target people, this and that, it doesn't work. You really need to have conversations with people and engage. Engage. Mm. Because sometimes businesses tend to think, oh, let's just put a bit of money behind this ad and we'll throw it out there. Yeah. No, it doesn't just work like that. Mm. You need to really. Will, 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 that, <laughs> will that mean a change in the role of 
the digital marketer in 2021. What would it mean for someone who has the role of head of digital marketing in a lot of these companies? What, 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 what should they start thinking about now? Because obviously yeah. the metrics are different. Mm -hmm. Obviously the ways by which these companies are reaching out to clients mm -hmm. are different. A lot of things are changing. I think, I think one of the things, I mean, we're going to start focusing more on building communities. Mm. So you're not just reaching out to be targeting them with your ads mm. to get just one of business, mm. but build communities where mm. people come to stay. And here, I mean, for example, if it's, that's why you notice that over the last two years, Facebook, for example, has said that we're putting the social back into social media. <laughs> Groups are being highlighted. I mean, you and yes. I are working on it. Like me, so you need to build communities. I mean... Even on WhatsApp, you see groups like mom's groups, very, very big. Mm. They are very active in there. These keep, I mean, so you're going to see them. And the digital marketing person is going to start thinking more about nurturing communities, communities instead of just asking for a big budget to go and spend Let's and buy ads. Buy ads. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. That's mm. lazy. Mm. That's lazy work. And unfortunately, we have to admit it. There are a lot of lazy people in our business. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And I mean, Yes, it's one thing because obviously you know you have your hands in yeah. a lot of things. Not, not a, if if it means a lot more work on their part in terms of building communities. Any tips for them? <laughs> oh, you made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all about building relationships. Right. It doesn't come from the digital marketing head. Right. Right from customer experience. How are the digital marketers liaising with the? Um, customer experience team mm. to make people feel like I am paying and getting what I actually paid for. Right. What what are people saying about your customer care? As a digital marketer, your 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 place of contact should be mostly with your CS people, your customer experience people. How am I making people feel like they are loyal to the brand? The brand they respects them. Brand I I'm, I'm like I I wear this brand so yeah when they are posting i feel they are talking to me so right. how are we building such relationships online mm. when i come to the page to make an inquiry how do i feel do i wait for five hours especially when i'm, I'm, I'm really in need of something maybe just a passcode or something if i've logged in onto an app or i need to clear my um, customer query how how do i feel at that point if the digital marketing head is waiting for someone else to respond before they clear some case. Then it's not working. Mm. I would be, I'll, I would feel frustrated. Mm. Digital marketing heads have a lot of work to do, especially with community management. Mm. Yeah. If mm. I come to a page and mm. so many requests are there, so many comments are there, and no one is minding anybody, I'm like, okay. This is not a place I want to This is not a brand I want to follow and like for maybe tips or maybe advice or anything. Right. If I need financial tips and I visit a banking page or let's say an individual page and there are so many queries there and nobody's minding anybody and it's like the person keeps posting and you, you see that person is online but nobody's actually paying attention to the consumers mm. then you're not nurturing any relationship mm -hmm. you're not doing anything for your consumers it's not about doing raffles or or doing yeah, things yeah, yeah. to give free no yeah. we don't want free things anymore we want to be part of the brand right. that's why that social media we want to feel social with your brand right. so yeah that's let, incredible. Let, let, let me just let me say something that you said. In this part of, of we in Ghana haven't quite leveraged blogs effectively. Right. So right. for example, if I want to buy a property now, where do I go to find out tips on even saving towards buying a property? Banks should be leading in this. Mm. And banks are not creating these blogs. If you want real content, I have clients who sometimes have investment products, want to advertise them. 
and have to go to city or joint to do there are no bespoke finance blocks for example right right, right. now is it because of the lack of expertise or just uh, i think the expertise is there but is it our mindset unfortunately the way we and let me just say this people will come after me <laughs> the bloggers here are more into the stories naming and shaming people and then kind of like doing but you need to create we'll talk about communities creating content that people will come to find value I tweeted something recently that any bank can give you a loan right but not every bank can walk you a startup through the process to be able to establish and grow right. they are talking about establishing startups mm. but have they even got tools that enable you to do your budgeting for example mm. on their platforms mm. if you've got them are they promoting these you have to give people reason to keep coming back to your platform not mm. just to come and check their balance right. but to come and find value what what <laughs> what were the implications of COVID and apps like or platforms like Zoom and but like what was what was what was the impact of all of that on the digital trends uh, in 2020? Uh, I think, for example, you you see that Google Meet is now I think it's about number three or number four. On, I mean, one of those. I mean, uh, downloaded. I mean, I mean, uh, apps. And because a lot of us were working from home, mm -hmm. we need to do this. so. For a lot of guys, they hadn't even heard of Zoom. Right. All of a sudden, everybody's on Zoom. Zoom. So they become big, and they are going to be bigger. I think the key thing to watch out there is that people like Facebook, who are not players in that sector, mm -hmm. are not thinking of how to play in, how that, to sector. Play in that sector. Yeah. And it's important that you watch out for these. These businesses have increased their value. In Ghana, let's admit that working from home has come to stay. Mm. Because, I mean, for, well, we do, we, we do it, but people are more effective sometimes working from home than from the office. There are too many distractions sometimes. I don't mm. know about you. Mm. I do better emails in the mornings and late in the evenings instead of doing the day when people are calling every minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, very, very interesting stuff, though. And listen, you're still tuned into City Trends on 97.3 City FM on City TV. And today we are having a conversation about the digital trends and what they mean for your business, what they mean for you as an individual as well. Now, there's something really struck out at me. Mobile app rankings. And these are, they, they are Facebook number one, WhatsApp number two, <laughs> Facebook Messenger number three, Instagram number four, Amazon number five, Twitter is number six, Netflix is number seven, TikTok is number eight, Spotify is number nine, and Snapchat is number ten. Did any of that surprise you? Facebook likes to dominate, so they bought apps <laughs> that would make them on the top of the rankings. That's the beast. Well, it's it's. I'm not surprised. Mm. I'm not surprised because even in Ghana, since 2020, most of the top used um, apps or mobile um, um, social media platforms was Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. So if Facebook is now WhatsApp and is now Messenger and they are all up there, for me, I feel it's. It's not something that is new to me because more brands keep to say that because Facebook has so many or the highest number of user base, right. then Facebook is number one. Right. So for me, it's not news. I, I feel we can do more. We can actually leverage more as individuals, as businesses using that platform. So for me, WhatsApp, I think WhatsApp is going to take everybody by storm. People mm. are leaving. Mm. People are leaving WhatsApp. Of obvious reasons. Because we need our privacy protected. Right. but. Some few days ago, WhatsApp sent us a status. Right. I don't know if you got that. Yes. 
when did WhatsApp start sending us? Like, mm -hmm. it, it was so new when I, I, I went to my status site and WhatsApp is sending me a status to let me know that this I'm is, secured. Yeah, this is what's going on. They are, they are going to communicate with us. That's what we said, the relationship. Right. We need to feel something from brands. Mm. Mm. Telegram was jubilating right. <laughs> because it had so much downloads in just that span of time. Mm -hmm. right. mm -hmm. that's, that's what I'm saying, Competi competition. If we don't see that you're offering us what we wanted, we are going to move to someone else who's mm -hmm. going to give us that offering. Mm -hmm. I, I think there's something that Maximo said on the show two weeks ago. He said that WhatsApp, since Facebook bought it, has been migrating towards a business a more commercial, a more commercial yeah. platform, yeah. and that's where it's headed. Mm. Even as a one-to-one -one conversation, like personal platform, the challenge you're going to have is that even if you left and went to Signal or Telegram, you still have a lot of people who are still on WhatsApp. Exactly. And because there's no interoperability, you're still going to have to keep your WhatsApp to be able to talk to them. I mean, Telegram this <laughs> past two days or a couple of days did something pretty incredible where you can import all your chats from you WhatsApp. Know. And, and mm. that tells you just how much work they are doing within just a short span yeah. of time yeah. Which because is of you know mm. these changes so for me one of the things that was really interesting was in terms of the mobile apps mm. that were used most um three of them were actually or two of them are in the top three whatsapp and facebook messenger these mm. are basically like messaging and messaging yeah. platforms mm -hmm. which means that people definitely are inclined to messaging and mm. communicating mm -hmm. but then obviously because of you know issues like privacy and things like that we are probably going to see you know an influx of more people heading into telegram mm -hmm. and things like that but it's just very clear that at the, at the base of it it's about, it's, it's about creating community it's about creating communication lines mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if the two two of the biggest apps in the top three are messaging platforms it just tells you that there's a lot of credence to be given to well, the interaction that you want to establish they put people. it this way in the stats messaging its world right <laughs> right. That, that, right that's how they call them and since right. 2019 that's how they've been calling it because mm. we're more into the stuff that you won't put on your i mean timeline but you'd rather share, share it. it. I mean, even even for a news, I mean, media, for example, you find that the news breaks is on Facebook, and then the conversation moves on to WhatsApp. That's why all these sharing, I mean, uh, what you call it, uh, widgets, are important to have on websites now WhatsApp. because you want the conversation to move from your website to Facebook to WhatsApp or wherever. Share your thoughts and opinions on the show via the WhatsApp number 054-998-6996. Tweet at us using hashtag CityTrend. And you're still tuned in to City Trends. We're having a conversation about global digital trends and what it means for you as a consumer, what it means for you as a business owner, and some of the things that you should be looking out for in 2021 in terms of your digital strategy as well. I have in the studio, Nadia, and of course, Stephen. We've been talking about all these things, uh, um, a, mix of, a mix of things based on the digital reports that was published a couple of days ago and trying to understand or make sense of it. I will probably be asking them about what they thought about some of the figures having to do with Ghana specifically. But then um, let's start off with uh, with you Nadia I'm a business I'm looking at putting together a business strategy for 2021 based on the details that we've seen and we discussed quite a lot of them so far what will you say will be some of the things you like companies especially to be looking out for this year when they are drawing up their digital strategy okay for me 
it's all about the consumer. So many businesses are excited about the next products they are going to bring because it's much better than their competitor that they forget that who is going to use that product, right. who is going to use this service. I, I would say for businesses, if they want to make most of digital in 2021, they have to put their consumers first. They have to pay more attention to their audiences, not just their audiences, but they've already come down to their target audiences. Let, let them also focus on getting new businesses, getting new clients, creating communities because mm -hmm. it will be much better for them to get renewable business than thinking of going back to tell people to oh come back to Vodafone, do this, yeah. win this, win that. It doesn't yeah. work. I need to know that, yeah, I've been with you and this is what the rewards I'm getting. Well, for individuals, as a skills person, I would say that this is a time where you have to rebrand yourself. Mm. It's very easy to go online, get free resources, to know what's new and update your CVs. Mm. People mm. are employing more people in the digital space because businesses are going online. How can an unemployed individual position themselves in such a space to get employment? Mm. Employment is not going to come to you. Mm. You have to position yourself, acquire more skills, be updated. The trends are all over. Get new skills. It doesn't have to be digital marketing. Mm. People are doing online tutoring. There's culinary services. There are so many things you can do that can actually make you generate an income online. And 2021 is the year. Mm. We can't focus on the bad things happening. Tap into the economy and make a living <laughs> for yourself. Incredible. Stephen? Uh, I would say that, I mean, for businesses, mm. the key thing is to listen to your consumer, identify who your consumers are, listen to them, and understand their needs effectively. And um, like a host at a dinner table, listen to them and serve them the meals that they, I mean, we eat so that at the end of the day you see all the plates wiped and all of that. <laughs> That's what to do. Mm. Um, and understand that digital is not easy fix. So it's not about having the biggest budget and then spending it on ads and all of that. It's real work. Engage the right people, invest mm. in your people, invest mm. in your resources mm. to do digital effectively. For individuals, I'll say that if you want to make money off digital, invest in yourself. Um, I don't want to mention names, but I've seen over the, just the last year, two people that I know, I mean, you know some of them, that I've been working with and they've grown their audience on YouTube. One person has grown as within a year to up to 75,000 people, just mm. creating content, mm. consistently, weekly, mm. creating content people want. And that's what to do. Because businesses are looking for individuals they can partner with. Not just celebrities as influencers, but individuals who can create good content that they can work with. Right. Right. And make them extensions of mm -hmm. their business. Mm -hmm. And that's what to do. Invest in yourself. And businesses will come looking out for you. That's incredible. Well, wrapping up <laughs> very quickly. The Ghana trends, though. Mm -hmm. any, any thoughts on the Ghana-specific trends? I think the full Ghana report is not out. But right. one of the things you see there, for example, is that now 50% of Ghanaians are online. It used to be about 46%. Mm -hmm. So it means that if our population is about 32 million now, 60 million of us are there. Mm. Um, there used to be only 6 million on social media. Mm. It's closer to about 9 million now from some of the numbers that we've seen. One of the minuses is that whilst during COVID there's been a lot more people going online, so there's been congestion. In terms of internet speed, we haven't grown. But there hasn't been investment in infrastructure. Mm -hmm. And that's a bit to say about what NC or whoever. Because these things, there has to be investment. If we want to encourage people to stay and work from home, we have to work we have to invest in these areas so mm -hmm. things are not slow. Otherwise, we'll 
be forced to go out there and look for places where they can have free Wi-Fi and the rest. No, we need to mm. invest in this. So these are just a few that um, you, you can see in the report, yeah? Okay. Well, um, my boss has said everything, <laughs> but well, the, the, the most important thing for us to notice that if we are businesses, if we are individuals, if we want to tap into the digital space, now is the time we don't, we have everything we need at our disposal. Everything is online. SEMrush, Hootsuite have done this for us and we, we should go for it. We should learn and make, make good use of the learnings from it, how we can capitalize on each and every factor they've mentioned, right from e-commerce to social content creation to development to audience. Everything is there. We have to tap into it. Social media now is, has changed from numbers to research. Right. People have to invest more on researching, paying people paying people to do the good work for them online so yeah and they'll make better results and they'll make good profits from the digital space the world's most used social media platforms from 2020 number one is facebook number two is youtube number three is whatsapp number four is facebook messenger number five is instagram i don't know where exactly you sit with all of that and i i have a feeling that you probably have picked up a thing or two or a few learnings uh, from the conversation um, that we've had so far. There's a lot more insights in the report. Look out for a data report. The data reporter, um, just look out for it, 2021 digital trends. See what exactly it means for you, for your business as well. I do hope you picked a thing or two from that conversation there with uh, Nase Brady and, of course, with Nadia. Really, really great insight. Lots of uh, interesting comments. Um, Alexis has just got to say Nadia is so intelligent and amazing. And, of course, Mami, this says, come and see how I'm making notes like my final thesis defense depended on it. Thank you so much to um, Nase and um of course, the boss lady herself. Thank you so much, guys, for um, the insights shared. Of course, the show continues right here, and we are jumping straight to the app segment of the show. And Jeffrey Okusapong has all the details for us today. Good evening, Philip. Tonight, data for local languages. It's called Kaya, spelled K-H-A-Y-A. Let's listen to Dr. Paul Azunri as he talks about it. My name is Dr. Paul Azunri. I am the Director of Research at Ghana NLP, also known as NLP Ghana, an open source organization I co-founded to advance the state of natural language processing, machine learning tools for Ghanaian languages. The Kaya app, spelled as K-H-A-Y-A, which is a collaboration between Algorin and Ghana NLP, it's a translator app currently available on the Google Play Store for Android devices and at the URL translate.ghananlp.org. Again, the URL is translate.ghananlp.org. It translates between three Ghanaian languages, namely Equapim Tree, Ga, and Ewe, and English. At the moment, 
It works on text only. Essentially, it is a Google Translate for Ghanaian languages, which has not yet been done before we did this. We are presently porting the application to iOS for the iPhone, expanding the Ghanaian languages that we can handle to all of the languages in Ghana and working to improve the translation algorithms. One way this will be achieved is if we get many users providing feedback through the app on incorrect translations they see while they use it. So we would really like to ask for your help if you want to see the agenda of computational methods for our local languages advance. We are also exploring the addition of voice and audio capabilities through the app as well as optical character recognition so you could just take a picture of some text you would like to translate and have it done for you. With all this we hope to usher in an era where everyone in Africa can interact with sophisticated technology in their own local language regardless of education level etc. Simply put, we are putting Ghanaian and other African languages on the world machine learning and computational maps. So that was Dr. Poazunri talking about the Kaya app. As you heard, it's currently only available for Android users, but will soon be available on iOS. Follow me on Twitter at OJ Sapon. Send me a DM if you have an app that you want us to review and talk about. And now we get into the trending segment of the show. And the trending segment basically is where we bring you up to date with everything happening in the world of technology or has happened over the course of the week. And Mr. Entry is the one who is going to bring us all the details in there. Mr. Entry, take it away. Thank you, Philip. And I welcome you all to the biggest stories in the technology ecosystem locally and in some other regions of the world. This week, I bring you stories from our local fintech and agritech space and some news on your favorite messaging apps. Starting off, a Ghanaian digital food distribution platform, AgroCenter, has raised $790,000 pre-series A fund from the UK Charity Shell Foundation, Commonwealth, and some other foundations. AgroCenter is looking forward to using the fund raised to develop its smallholder farmer inclusion programs and procure crops at trans transparent and fair market price to service of the contracts. To our next story, let's look at the local fintech space. Ghana's digital payments increased by 103% in 2020, according to a newly published report by the Ghana Interbank Payment and Settlement Systems, GIPS. The report showed that a total of 77 million transactions were recorded on all platforms compared to a total of 38 million transactions in 2019, which represents an increase of 103% in all digital transactions in 2020. Looking at the data presented, the number one contributor to the increase in 2020 was mobile money interoperability. The mobile money interoperability recorded a total of 43.9 million transactions compared to a total of 9 million transactions from 2019, which represents an increase of 367%. Moving on to some new updates on your favorite messaging apps, Telegram now allows you to import your WhatsApp chat history. Telegram has added a new feature that gives you the ability to import your chat history from WhatsApp 
meaning you wouldn't lose past conversations if you want to switch messaging apps. On the iOS, the feature arrived with version 7.4, which was released a couple of days ago. Also on the WhatsApp messaging app, the Facebook company has decided to add biometric authentication for logging in onto a desktop, meaning your WhatsApp web experience is now even more secured. Now, to link your WhatsApp account to your computer's web browser or desktop app, if you've got biometric authentication enabled on your phone, you will have to unlock the phone before you can link your account. The company says this new system is intended to ensure that should someone gain access to your phone, they wouldn't be able to link your account to your web browser, which in turn will allow them to see messages you send. The new system will be enabled by default on any iPhone device running iOS 14 with either a Touch ID or a Face ID and Android devices that have biometric authentication enabled. Go WhatsApp, go ProSecure, go City Trends. That's all for today. You can follow me on Twitter at YaoNGOWUSU. Over to you, Philip. And that is where we draw the curtains down on the show today. I do hope it has been beneficial to you one way or the other. The show will be available as a podcast first thing in the morning. But till then, till next week, till another time, stay techie.